Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a uh, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Yes, and the uh, movie of the week, Superfly. Thanks to my man Patrick Davis. Oh, yeah. We're Super playing fly. songs from the Superfly soundtrack. You know, that's all Curtis Mayfield. Uh, so it's getting uh, especially funky up in here on the Hump Day edition <laughs> of Ball Don't Lie. Uh, you, you, you can be a part of the show. Specs text on 512-337-3776. We have very special guests joining us uh, right now. And we are pleased to be joined by Nick Shuley. Uh, and they call him Wheels around town. But uh, uh, it is Patrick, correct? Correct. Patrick <laughs> Will right. Smith. That's right. All right. Make sure I get it right. But just, I, we can just call you Wheels. Yeah, yeah we call him Wheels. Nick Shuley, do you have a cool nickname? That we can call you? Man, I don't. Nick's my nickname, and that's not that exciting. Right. It's, not, it's not that fun, man. Just call I, me Nicholas. I, uh, oh, no, no. We'll your, mom, like your mom will be proud. Yeah, your I feel like I'm in trouble. Uh, well, you, you guys are very important men, all right? Uh, now, initially, uh, Nick, you were uh, one of the founders of the Clarkfield Collective, correct? That's and correct. you still you still are, of course. Yeah, yeah, correct. But correct. now we're talking about a transition. And Wills, you were working with the 40 Pack, correct? That's right. That's right. Uh, the founder. With founder of the 40 right. Pack. Thank you very much. Sorry about that founder of the 40 pack uh and now actually because of an ncaa rule change about name image and likeness um and i'll open it up to you guys to kind of educate us more about this um you now can have a more direct line with the university yeah that's correct we had you know we had some i'll call it genius uh, marketing time timing on our part but it was fortuitous in a way that uh we had kind of approached this subject about a month ago because many of the donors and fans were saying that so many organizations were out there, so many people were hitting them up, and oh, they yeah. were trying to trying to figure out what's compliant, what's real, who can I trust, how is this being done, et cetera. And so we kind of kept hearing these stories like that and realized that you know, a, 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 some type of you know, combination or consolidation or coming together could actually be a really good thing. So we started reaching out to all the different groups, and to, you know, to their credit, everyone was – open to it we you know kind of working on it for a month and then it was i guess it was two weeks ago now mm. that the new ncaa guidance came out so it couldn't have been a better time where we had everyone coming together and then the university could help participate and kind of you know work with us and so it just everything kind of just happened in a perfect little you know storm serendipitous so, yeah. it was so yeah. you sit there and you know there was a bunch of different names that it's been under not just here at the university but everybody used to call it a collective it was a big <laughs> collective and all the different groups were trying to find their way within this. So now that you've kind of brought in, brought everyone under one umbrella, does it seem to work a little bit smoother? Because remember, I mean, you started yours, yeah. you started yours. There's other people that started theirs, yeah. but now we're all under one roof. How has that come to come to fruition where everybody's on the same page? I think I think uh, personally, 
Everything we've done with regard to this has been for the student athletes at Texas. Okay. And so you had a bunch of people with a passion for Texas and the student athletes and helping out and doing a 501c3 to help. But no one knew where to give and how to give. And what was, should I do this one for football? Should I do this for basketball? Well, again, next ride, it's serendipitous that, all of this coming together with the new NCAA rules has allowed a Texas One Fund. Mm. And for Texas, that's kind of what it should be. Right. One group to give that everybody knows, hey, if I write a check, it's going to directly impact the student-athletes at Texas. We know now we're lucky, fortunate that the university has backed this. They're behind it. Yeah. Del Conte sent something out today yeah. mentioning right. it again. Oh, yeah. So. It's very serendipitous, and I feel like the timing's right for people to kind of come alongside and jump on board and give to have this impact in this NIL world we're in now. Now, now, Wills, you actually are going to oversee the Texas One Fund, correct? This is correct. Yeah, um, and it is right now. (laughs) No. Oh. This is correct. (laughs) (laughs) If there are any complaints, you can send it to Rod Babers. Yeah, and Straight to the horn. (laughs) Copy (laughs) hard. Let me know if I'm I'm off here, guys. Okay, so it consists of uh, basically five different entities. That's right. Make up the Texas One Fund. You got the Clubfield Collective. My man, uh, Nick Shuley, one of the founders there you got the 40 pack just talking to wheels one of the founders of that you also have occupy left field mm-hmm. right. right shout out to occupy left field love those guys um horns with heart as right. well um and the national championship golf foundation uh they operate now uh, as a consolidated uh group as the texas one fund and texas is now able to endorse the texas one fund that's right the university of texas that's right and okay so uh, let me know now can this is is this thing growing or is this just it. The, the it no, no, stop no, here? no. It's it's definitely growing. Oh, okay. So so originally the Horns with Heart guys did the long form five hundred one c three. I won't bore everybody with the details, but they did a lot of these first steps gotcha. in putting it together. Uh. And so when we came on board collectively, those guys are still involved. Everybody that was originally in one of these five groups is represented still to this day. We also in all of this started talking to the people interested, the supporters of the women's basketball program, the women's volleyball program. Mm -hmm. So all of these sports have come on board and under this roof. And again, there's, there's a collaboration with now that the university can solicit on behalf of a 501 C three, all these sports are kind of getting their groups together. So it is a collaborative effort. We're, we're taking everybody who wants to be involved to get involved. So when I when I go say I want to, uh, I, I say I want to be a big supporter of, of volleyball. Right. Yep. Volleyball is where I want my money to go. I'm really excited about it, and I want to be you know with the Texas One Fund. Do I just go to where, 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 how, well, how does this work? Well, so we so on the website you'll see on the on the donate now page. There's okay. a, it there's says a, contribute now. Yeah, there's a the, sorry to contribute now. Yeah, because because I'm, I'm over here working on it right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm trying to get some money. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I'm looking out for my crew. And it's TexasOneFund.org. Correct. Yeah. One spelled out O N E. Okay. Yeah. We'll look for y'all's names in there later. I'm going anonymous. I'm going to the anonymous. I'm my wife's maiden name. But yeah. 
so you'll just go. There's a drop-down menu on there, and you can select the sport you want. But there's also what we call the general fund as well. So, you, so if you have a certain sport you care about, you can go directly to that. Okay. Yep. Or else you can give to the general fund, nice. which will will work to make sure that all the sports have opportunities. And, like and obviously, I think you know we'll we'll see how that kind of pans out. But we've we've kind of challenged each you know each person who cares about a sport to step up and support their their sport that they care about. But also, we'll be there to help try to backfill some of that. Okay. So, so let me ask you this, Wills. I heard you talking a little bit this morning, talking about the baseball side of it, and you being a former yeah. baseball player, and eleven point seven scholarships right. and all that stuff that's involved in it. And I told, I tell Rod all the time, if we would have had NIL, there would have been no doubt that I would have came to the University of Texas <laughs> like, because it's it's the way that the system yeah. is set up. And now that you guys have now. Found a way, and NCAA, thank goodness for them, to finally see the light in these types of situations. Does this kind of help the – I'm just going to use baseball for this with the Occupy Left Field uh, Foundation. But if you sit here and you're looking at the baseball side of it, does that help – with the scholarship situation mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. let's just say Mike Harge is the guy that is getting the scholarship, but Rob Babers is the one that's not. Is this helping a kid like that that wants to come to the University of Texas well, I think, but don't have any financial means to be here as a baseball player? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll make a difference. I mean, we can't sit there and say we're going to you know, no, make no, up scholarships yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But I do think I do think it's going to make a difference. And I think especially at a place like this where – we have the the financial resources, et cetera. Like that's going to make a huge difference when you know when when people are out there deciding mm-hmm. where should I go. And it's like you know you not only have this great town and this amazing university, but you know there's also there's a, there's an abundance of opportunities when you get yourself on campus. Yeah, that's and right. the most important yeah. thing is the charitable work right now, right? 100%. So this is one of those things where you get out in a community and they get to see a different part of Austin, Texas that they may not have seen, and a lot of people that hadn't had a chance to be close to these players that are working boys and girls clubs and different things like that, they're able to have access to these players through y'all's charitable contributions, correct? Correct. And I think I think that's such a key part, too. Is I, I mean, I grew up here. I grew up going to games, and I, I remember I would – you know, stalk the statesman to f- try to figure out when the meet and greet for football or right. basketball was because I was going to go meet Terrence Rencher and I was going to go do all these <laughs> things, you know, and I'm probably dating myself with that one. But no, you're uh, right there my favorite, favorite yeah, Texas yeah. player of all time. <laughs> Shout out Terrence Rencher. I did uh, that when I was a little kid to see Rod Babers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you were when I was a little kid. Yeah. I like what you I'm did there. I'm like yeah. fourth grade. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, through this, look, you, we're still going to have the official events. We're still going to have, you know, the, those things that the university does. But now there's so many more chances for the kids yeah. to plug in yep. and participate, and we've seen it. Just the amount of events we've done, and the amount of things that we've we've done to put the you know to put a lot of these students out there, and they have had the best time. I think that's been the most fun. Is you yep. know in your head you're just you start to get a little executionary. You're like, okay, we got to be here, do this, do that, and then you watch when when the kids actually get there and they interact with the people out yeah. there, and people are just loving it. And, and I think because they're that, still kids too. Yeah, and it yeah. creates such a connection to the player when you oh, know yes. them. I know the games change for me now, like knowing a lot of these kids, or mm-hmm. you know, and like right. you, you, it's it's just. You're rooting harder for them, in a sense. Right. Yeah, the bond gets stronger between Absolutely. the community, the fandom, and the student-athletes. Yeah, it's a yeah. win You can, win, you can win, use NIO to strengthen it, uh, you know what I mean, that bond, that connection. 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me ask you guys this, uh, and I want Wills and Nick, both of you guys, to uh, get in on this. I, I, have you guys studied name, image, and likeness initiatives around the country from other universities? Great question. And how far along are, where are we? Where is Texas now in kind of this, the new horizon of NIL? 
Yeah, I've, I've done a, okay. probably way too much oh, okay. uh, yeah, dor- give it to do- dorky study on this as well as... You That's know, good it, to know, though. Yeah, yeah. well, at the yeah. start, it was, you know, I was trying to be as collaborative as possible because... You know, we're learning. You're learning as you go, oh, and it, it, there's not books Share on this. Share information. We can, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so I, I had such a. It was almost like I call it co-opetition in a sense of like, hey, let's all get together and help each other. And I think a lot of the a lot of the other schools were figuring it out. We were, but it was funny because you're kind of bouncing ideas off each other, right. but also kind of keeping things close to the best. Absolutely, yeah. can't but, give you all yeah, the trade yeah, exactly. secrets. I'm not gonna yeah. tell you how it's made, but <laughs> but. They, but I think I, I learned a lot, and I and I did some extensive studies at other universities, and was kind of helping, and and just to see, you know, how far ahead we are. But but at the end at that time, but I think a lot of it, a lot of it's caught up, and there's a lot of strong efforts going on around around the U.S. at the different different schools. But I still think we're one of the leaders. But it's also counting on our amazing, you know, not only donors but also fans to get involved. And I think that's part of the reason we rolled yeah. this part out was. We wanted everyone to be able to say, "Hey, I'm giving my five dollars a month, and this is this is important to me. I want to make sure these kids not only you know not only make money, but also you know work work in the community and do some things to really activate that." And so I think this it's kind of this. It feels to me like a really perfect storm of getting all this together. And I think mm. it's a big win for for everybody that who's a, you know not only not just a Texas fan, but anybody who lives here. I think it's it's going to do a lot of good. The notoriety of some of these players. Helping out with some of these charities, it's oh, gonna, yeah. it's gonna, p- yeah. people are gonna learn a lot. There's so many good charities in this town, and we're, you know, we're we're working to try to figure out which ones we can help, kind of unlock, et cetera. How can some of those people that do that do have a charity that may not have gotten a lot of love thus far, but now has this opportunity and saying, "Hey, I want you to bring some guys out here and let them meet, or or ladies, have them come out and do the same thing," mm-hmm. because I know that the women aren't looked at the way that the men or the football team is right now but there are a lot of little girls out there that want to be a UT volleyball player and want to have that conversation what can they do to get involved with sure and and obviously we this thing has just started and we're the website's open for all to send us those requests send requests ideas charities everything like that is going to be beneficial one thing uh, I want to touch on what Nick was talking about a minute ago, which is where we are at current NIL times. I think personally, there's a lot of people who donate to UT. There's a lot of fans of UT. And I think they're wondering about NIL. Why would I give? What does it matter? Well, if you talk to a coach, it's going to help us win. Exactly. We need to win. We're winning on the field. We want to continue to win. We want to win in this NIL area. But number two... I think we're going to have an impact in Austin that can't be understated. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, we're going to have the ability, if we want to raise the kind of money we, we would like to raise to be at the forefront of NIL, we're going to have opportunities to help charities, to help kids, to help people all throughout Central Texas. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And in, to do that, we really need people to come on board and partner with us and give and and grow this thing to the Texas standard. Yeah. Well, and I think okay. I think no no amount is insignificant. That's right. Like, right. It, it is, right. And I mean that because we've watched it with. The, I mean, the reason I got into this whole mess was just talking to a couple of the guys on the basketball team last year, and and them saying, you know, they I was like, oh, you guys are just getting rich on this thing, aren't you? And and they were like, man, no, it's not like that. Because <laughs> right. you know, all I knew about it was really. I saw Bryce Young made a million dollars, and right, I was like, right. that was what I knew about nil at the time, and 
And then you talk to him, and, and it was, hey, I'm just trying to take my girl to movies. I'm just trying to, I want to go do a nice dinner one night a month or stuff like that. And you're like, these are, you know, these kids, like the, these, these quote, small amounts to some of us are a big deal to them. And, right. so I, and so I think that, you know, when you're when you're sitting there being like, oh, I can only give $100. Well, that that's a significant amount for, yeah. for one of these kids. It's going to create something that they wouldn't have had the access to. He can to. take his girl yeah. to dinner. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. man. That's well, big. Yeah, think, about it. <laughs> think about it. Three of us were athletes here. Think about this. <laughs> Man. Uh, he didn't say which three. Right, he didn't exactly. say which three. You yeah. okay. right. right. I think it's pretty obvious. Okay. Well, I mean, just because you have the hair. Right. I know people at home can't see that. doesn't mean you can do right. that. But, but think about how much work you two guys really put in. Oh, it's a I job. Mean, yeah, it's yeah. a job. It's a job. For all student athletes, it's a job. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And so this is the first time in the history of college athletics that a kid can – do you know we went to college I, we had jobs in college those guys couldn't right couldn't do work. that they, yeah. there's nothing yeah. they could do to work there's yeah. no time to do it right this is another piece to help student athletes at texas love that yeah and right, let me ask you this wells um yeah. what about the coaching aspect of it because i know now that the coaches are yeah. able to have a yeah. little bit more communication with the texas one fund that's right as a, as, so how does that is that just because the new rule change it's the new rule change and, so the ncaa came out and it, it's you know, you can find it online, but they're allowed to solicit on behalf of a NIL group. Yeah. Um, and so you've seen Vic Schaefer come out. Um, Sark talked about it the yep. other day. Coach yeah. Beard talked about it on his show. It's huge. All these coaches are able to say, this will have an impact on our program. Please give. Yeah, it's a game Which changer. Which is huge. It's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. And, and, and it really before, before they couldn't they even get around it. it. Yeah, you couldn't even mention it. Well, Obviously, yeah, so, they could say NIL is big and please, right. but they could not say please give to this organization. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's right. a game changer. Okay. Right. Well, and what better comfort level for someone if they are giving money? You know, because you, you don't know wheels and me from anybody off the right. street, but but like to be to have the university saying, hey, let's, let's like this is, this is where you can go. That's a huge deal. Yeah. No, you're right about that. That. Uh, and Nick Shuley of the Clarkville Collective, uh, uh, creator of the Clarkville Collective, joining us along with uh, Wills. Also, he is the creator of the 40 pack, but also now the president of the Texas One Fund. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, all the emails are going to go to my man Wills here. <laughs> we, we just have a new Kool Aid at Texas One Fund. That's for you. You can take all the complaints. <laughs> it used to be my nickname back in the day, man. So uh, again, drink the Kool Aid sometimes. Let me ask you this because you have a Famous story associated with you now, Wills, and every Longhorn fan knows all about it. Your road trip with the athletic director, CDC. You got to give us the, you know, the, the quick version of the story here. How did it happen? When did it all go down? How sure. did this happen? Give sure. It to us. Well, we're, we were in the Austin airport. We kind of saw each other. I obviously knew exactly who he was. He claims he didn't have a clue who I was. <laughs> but so we kind of, he came over and we started talking about going to the game, going up there, yeah. and I was with my son. Well, everything started happening. You know, yep, when you're at yep. the airport, flight gets delayed. Oh, you, could, you can't get on the next flight. There was a flight coming in that had fog, and he's like, "They're never. We're not flying out today. Let's just drive up there." And I am like, "Okay." <laughs> and then, then you know, he kind of did that deal where he grabs his bag, like, "I'm going. Let's go. go. Yeah, right. Like, let's go. Yeah, let's go." So I said, "Fine, let's go. Let's do it." We get in the car, we start laughing, and we laughed all the way to about <laughs> Dallas where we thought about flying. Oh, so yeah. many, and then he's like, we're, we're going. Oh, but pot committed. Yeah, pot committed. And I'll tell you, <laughs> we got to Dallas, and we were really kind of looking at flights. And 
He's like, I'll do whatever you want to do. I'm like, I don't care. And my son in the back, finally, I'm like, what do you want to do? How old is your son? He's, he was 14 at the time. He's oh, 15. Oh, a teenager. So yeah. he, he goes, he's been on his phone the whole time. He looks up and he's, he's like, bored. we should fly. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, nope, Del Conte's already tweeted we're driving. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's right. That's right. right there. That's, oh, you man, could have yeah. said Del Conte already tweeted we're driving that's right. to Dallas. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's right. Dallas. I remember and that tweet. I, and Lower fans lost it over that tweet. I'm like, what? Well, you started cyber-stalking right. you at that point. That's exactly you right. You became a star. <laughs> you Who became this a guy? star. That's right. Well, I'll tell you the truth. That the hotel, you know, some people may remember the hot tub next to the bed. Okay, so we, yeah, we yeah, get I in there. That. Where's I this going? That. <laughs> I'm like, what? We got, we got, I knew how he became president of <laughs> the <laughs> right. Texas. Right. Right. Get well, your edit button ready. Well, what's great is we. he was like, what room do you want, whatever? And it's this is midnight, and we're in somewhere in Illinois, and <laughs> – She's like, hey, you can have the one with the hot tub. And he's, Del Conte's like, here, you can take it. <laughs> anyway, so I, I open the door, and it is a king-size bed with a hot tub. Oh, yeah. Adjacent. Mm-hmm. And I looked down there, and I looked at him, and he's down the hallway, and he's got two double beds. He goes, you want me to take that hot tub room? <laughs> yes, sir. Please do it. So he, he, he took it. Did he use the hot tub? I don't, <laughs> I don't need to know. I don't know. That's 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 ne- ne- next right. time he's on, I know he busted oh, y'all last time. Yeah. So oh, next yeah. time, you, guys, oh, you, can get him back, you can get him back with You're the right. hot tub. Exactly right. Right. You, it, the, the, the one thing the lady said, which made no sense, she goes, remember, there's no essential oils in the hot tub. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Which, what which means there's a reason she said that. Exactly. Yeah. Come yeah. Up before. Oh, exactly. yeah, the story behind that one. Yeah, scary. somebody had to ask that That's question. Right. They went wild right. with the essential oils. Yeah. yeah. That hot oh. tub was ready. Okay. Was right. So you, uh, so once you get to that location, you guys dry, didn't drive back together, no, did you? No, we didn't. We didn't. Okay. We, no, we, we did not. We made our way back. Okay. Yeah, we All right. Y'all didn't talk for about a year. That's right. You said to go your separate ways. Still can't even look each other in the eye when they see each other. That is such a great story. It's a lot of fun. The that very first fantastic. time I met Wills, he introduced himself, and I looked at him, and I was like, "Wait a minute, you were in, you were on a trip with Dale <laughs> yeah. Cotton." He was like, You're "Yeah, man." Guy. He was right. like, "Yeah, man, I was. I was legend, legend. That is legendary." Uh, okay, so why did they call you Wills? A lot of speed, like you. Really? Are you serious? Uh, are you joking with me? It was the exact opposite. Okay? The exact opposite. So maybe, so maybe you you True. weren't the athlete? That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. right. It's right. an ironic thing. Right. Right. There's right. a little bit of irony. Uh, there you go. Yeah, right. It's like the little dude who's named Big. Big Brandy Perryman's nickname was The Blur. Hey, well, guys, we, we really appreciate you guys stopping by, man. We know you guys are real busy, guys, and uh, we appreciate the time and the education. Yeah, you know, name, for image, sure. likeness, and the Texas One Fund. Go to texasonefund.org. They spell out the one, texasonefund.org. I right. love Thanks, it. Nick. Thanks, love uh, Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for all you do. All right, appreciate y'all. We'll come right back with Harsh Knock Live. What you got for the people coming up on Harsh Man, Knock Man, I'm still trying to figure out how Will's got his name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we, it's an ironic name. It's an ironic name. he ran name. really slow. So we'll figure it all out <laughs> when we get back. Uh, all right, uh, we come back. We got Harsh Knock Live on the other side. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, one of the horn. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Bike. You have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks, but in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to a midweek movie theme edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy Harbaugh Hards. You can follow me at Harbaugh Hards. You can follow my man at Rob Babers. And you can follow the man behind the glass at It's Patrick Davis. You can also be a part of the show on the Specs text line 512-337-3776. And a special shout out to Nick and uh, Wills for coming through yeah, and, and nice. explaining everything that goes on with the NIL, how they brought all these different entities to be under one roof, and matter of fact, that's what it's called, the mm-hmm. Texas One Fund. Go to Texas One Fund. The uh, you got to spell out the number one, yep. fund.org, and you can learn a little bit there. they got a drop-down pages where you can figure out everything. It says, what is NIL? Boom. How it works? Boom. Things that are happening in the news, and most importantly, how you can contribute. That's right. And that's a big thing. Speaking of a big mm. thing, we're talking about the Texas basketball game tonight as they host mm. Gonzaga, 8.30 Central Time. What is it, 6.30 for, uh, 6.30 for on my the West man Coast. CB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, man, the, for CB the people at Gonzaga's. The people at Gonzaga's. <laughs> this is a big, big opportunity. Again, another situation where all eyes will be on this game on the University of Texas and a mm-hmm. huge, huge opportunity for the Texas men's basketball team. I wanted to talk a little bit about what we brought the show in with. In 2014-2015 season, uh, Austin High's Eric McClellan was on that team. Eric McClellan was oh, yeah. one of a – he was a baller mm-hmm. basketball player. He went to a different university first, but then he transferred to uh, Gonzaga. They made a great run. They've had some good – Big-time basketball players that have gone to that school. Zach Collins. Zach Collins. He went there. Uh, what's my man's name? Himitroa, the one that was the player. He, I think he won player of the year one year. He's playing in the NBA. He's from. He was the one that was from Japan, and he came in. Oh, uh, Ichimura. Ichimura. Mm-hmm. Good basketball player. They've always had, year to year, they've had some very hmm. yeah, talented. Yeah, Chet Holmgren was there last Chet year. Chet Holmgren, number, the number two one, overall pick. Number two, ended up getting hurt this year playing for Oklahoma uh, City Thunder. Uh, but I wanted to break down a couple of things about this Gonzaga team. I, I used to pay a lot of attention to Gonzaga. The reason being that West Coast Conference, that the conference that they're in, it is one that nobody ever understands because there's only two teams in that conference that really ball out, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Those are the two teams that always seem to, mm-hmm. number one, cover the spread. Number two, they it's always them playing for the championship. So you got San Francisco. You got a couple of different teams that have made their runs during their time, but they always seem to be the team that everybody's talking about. In 2018-2019 season, they went 33-4. They lost wow. the, They lost to Texas Tech in the semifinals. Hmm. 
That's when Tech went to the championship game. In 2019-2020 season, they went 31-2. and They won the West Coast championship, but the season ended because of COVID. Okay. That was, they didn't get into the tournament. That was the yeah. year that COVID and and Patrick and I were talking before the show. That was probably their best team. That yeah. was a team that everyone says that was a team that was supposed to win. That was that the was team a Gonzaga that was team that was supposed to win, to win the, the title. championship. Right. Okay. So last year, they went thirty-one and one. They lost to Baylor mm. for the championship. Wow. Baylor. That's when Baylor won there. And then last year's team, they went twenty-eight and four. They beat Texas. At that time, Texas was the number five team in the nation, 86 to 74. And Patrick, what was it? What what else happened that what, day? What what, what else, else happened memorable, that day? Memorable. What else happened? Uh, I was very upset because we had just lost to Kansas at home that day. Oh, and then no. I turned it on and saw us getting our butt kicked by Gonzaga. <laughs> Not a great day to be a Longhorn. Not no. a great day. But we're going to redeem be, it this week. That's what we're we have. Right tonight. We're going to beat Kansas on like Saturday. That, and we're redeeming Patrick. it. Revenge I like week. that, Patrick. Revenge week. Revenge, revenge week. week. We mm-hmm. haven't talked enough about revenge week. I like that. But every time I get a chance and I watch this basketball team and what they're capable of doing. And I know people are like, oh, man, why are you pumping up Gonzaga? Gonzaga deserves to get pumped up. Yeah. They're the number two team in the nation. Texas is the number 11 team. And again, Texas is favored in this game. Texas is a two-point favorite. It's going up then. Yeah. They're like a one-point favorite. They are a Mm. two-point favorite. So Texas fans, as loud as it's been in that arena where everyone's been talking about it, this is another opportunity for the fans to pay, play wow. a major, major oh, yeah. role. Sure. Patrick, you told us during the UTEP game, the coach even said, Golden said, I couldn't hear. Yeah. It was, we couldn't make calls during this game. So, like, Chris Beard made the, the Irwin Center a lot louder last year, right? Uh, there was, I believe, the Kansas game was one of the loudest games I ever heard in there. There was a few games last year where Chris Beard really got the student section into it, really got it, and it was loud. The UTEP game was at least as loud as any building that I ever get any game onto in the Thurman hmm. Center. So if you can say the, I don't know what's the first game there, but it was UTEP. Yep. And this crowd was lit for it. Wow. So now to see what they can do when you're playing the number two team in the nation. And the biggest thing that we've been talking about is something that has to happen for the University of Texas. I don't want to see the referees control this game. Mm-hmm. I want to know right away if they're going to let them play. And get physical because that's the only way that they're going to be able to stop Drew Timmy. Because yeah. he because he has so many moves and he's able to mm-hmm. move without the basketball. Mm-hmm. And those are some of the things. Are they going to be able to let them pressure the ball at the guard position? You know, you talked about it earlier about them wanting to walk the ball up the court and Texas is going to need to play in transition. If they can walk it up the court and the way that they walk it up the court is because Tyrese Hunter – is going yep. 94 feet with them, yep. going uh, baseline mm. to baseline and making it where they can't get into their sets, that's going to be one thing. The other thing is Texas has to shoot better from the perimeter. And when I mean the perimeter, I'm talking about the three-point line, yep. not the mid-range. I'm talking about the three-point line. That is something that Texas has struggled with, 7 of 36 from three. Now, Patrick, you've got a chance to see them play and shoot the ball well. I believe it was Arkansas. The Arkansas the scrimmage. Ar- the Arkansas. That was not televised. The exhibition <laughs> The exhibition, game. yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was charitable. And you sit there and you say, okay, what happened to that stroke? 
are they going to be able to bring that stroke to the table today? We looked at what uh, Gonzaga did, 9 of 30. They played on the aircraft carrier. Yep. They were playing outside. It was like us playing at the park. That's what they were doing. They tried to make it better, but it wasn't better. They yep. had some guys that looked like they couldn't shoot. But what did they end up doing? They started pounding the ball inside to Timmy, and he got to the free throw line, and he got some easy baskets. Those are some of the things. For Texas, they need to pound the boards. Mm-hmm. Pound the boards defensively. Don't give them second-chance shots. Don't let them go back and reset that because it's going to slow down the tempo of the game. And if you get a chance to run, run often and run early. Yep. That is going to be a huge plus for them because I've seen this Gonzaga team. They're not like their other teams because the, the past teams, they will run because they could get up and down the floor because they had superior athletes. Yeah. They had better athletes. They recruited those guys that transferred in from other schools that needed those opportunities. This is a different mm. type of team. This probably, by the end of the year, you're going to want to see if this is going to be his bet, Mark Few's best coaching job because now they're running those set plays and they're depending mm. on Drew Timmy. If, they, if the officials call cheap fouls early, this could be a long day for both teams. Yeah. For and, both teams. Well, and that's something to look at, too. Drew Timmy does not average a lot of fouls because he's not the greatest defensive player, especially no. protecting the basket. He's not the most athletic guy. Uh, but so that's something where you have a guy like Tyrese Hunter, like Dylan Mitchell, those yep. guys who can go yep. attack the basket. You look, you get it. You know, Drew Timmy's not going to probably go at you as hard. Go make him work. Yeah, make him mm-hmm. work on both ends of the court. Make his legs tired in the second half. And then my other, my last thing about this game: which Marcus Carr are we going to get? Which Marcus Carr? Because now he's not having to have the ball in his hand, dribbling it up then trying to get into the offense and trying mm-hmm. to find his rhythm. Yep. If Marcus Carr can come out and play the way Marcus Carr has been known to play, this could be a big game for him because I don't see anybody, the way that he gets to the basket, I don't see anybody on Gonzaga that is going to be able to stay in front of him. It's that mid-range jumper that he's going to need to knock down, and then if he can get to the rim and draw fouls, that is going to be an important part. So to me, mm-hmm. with them being a two-point favorite, I'm looking at them. I think Texas wins this game tonight. Pending on the foul count. That is going to be my biggest discrepancy. If we get out there and they start calling fouls early because, you know, we've had referees that want to make it about them, Mm -hmm. you can't let that happen. They got to let these two teams start banging right away, and then they can slow it down. I don't want you waiting until the last two minutes of the game to start calling those cheap fouls. If you're going to call them, Call them, let them play a little bit, but then just let them know, hey, man, I'm not going to keep giving you that. I'm letting it play early. Because you can talk to the officials. They'll let you know. Oh, yeah. If you go in there, and I'm sure both Mark Few and Chris Beard want them to be able to let them go as well. If they can change some things that way, then they'll. I, I got Texas winning this game. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you, I think it's interesting. If you guys haven't really watched much college basketball this season, there is a newer thing they're working on, which is flop fouls. Yeah. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Which are great. It's an yeah. awesome thing they're trying to do in college basketball, and it's been more of uh, jump shooters. Yeah. Jump shooters that kick see a guy feet. closing out on yep. them, and they yep. kick their feet out. But they are they basically just you take a big flop. Uh, we saw one in the last game where they they called a foul that was on a flop, and everyone knew it. And I think the ref knew it as soon as he called it. And that same guy got a flop foul like two minutes later in the yeah, game. Yeah. But I think that'll be something that if you see Gonzaga trying to get fouls early, 
you may see one of those get called to just be like, hey, guys, like we'll call it. Don't worry. Yeah, we will yeah. call this game pretty down the middle. Set the tone. Like, you're going to have a good officiating crew there tonight. I think it'll be decent. And I, I get what Hard is saying, too, because I agree. If they call it tight, and they'll call it both ways, that disfavors Gonzaga. Yep. If they call it looser, it favors Texas. So, but I could see the flop being called early to be like, hey, man, don't try and dictate how we are going to call the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, hopefully that is not the case. What the determining factor in the game uh, that would suck, especially with these uh, two top, you know, two of the top teams in the country yep. facing all this early in the season. But well, and let's be fair. When we're saying deciding factor, it'll be fair. I'm not saying the rest will do a bad job. No, no, it is no. just how they, how, call they call the how they call the game. And yeah. one way favors us, one way favors them. Yeah. So if they get it that favors them, it's just not great. But you, you got to play through it. Yep, you got to play through it. And I think that this is the the showcase game that. Coach Beard has been talking about. This is where the Moody gets all the national attention. And again, this is where you learn a lot about your team. Now, this won't be the same team at the end of the season as it is now. We all understand that. Mm -hmm. But this is a big moment that no matter how the outcome comes, whatever the outcome may be, this is going to be something that they're going to lean back on later in the season. Matter of fact, both teams will. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Uh, we'll talk some more about Texas and the Zags coming to the top of the 5 o'clock. Uh, my man Harge breaking it down there for you in Harge Knock Life. He'll be there. Patrick's going to be there. Patrick's actually leaving a little bit early, so go help uh, set up and get ready. He's actually working the game, but he'll be watching the game too. Uh, but also, uh, I'm going too, so the whole crew's going to be out there for that Zags game. Big game coming up for Texas basketball. We come back. We'll get into off the record on the other side. This may be the most impressive feat in marathon running history. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. D.D. Megadoodoo. I'm sorry. Mangoodoo. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a break the head comb. Congratulations. Continue good sex in the Big big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of off the record. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Welcome back to Off the Record, right here on Ball Don't Lie. Uh, let's get to this story quickly while we got some time, because I thought this was a fake story, and then I saw it. I saw it multiple places. I saw it TMZ. I saw it. Uh, Fox News had it up there. So I, I'm assuming it's a real story. So how about this? There's a. A guy, uh, they they basically goes by the nickname Uncle Chin, and uh, he is from, um, I believe, Guangzhou. If I pronounced it incorrectly, I apologize. Just my ignorance. Didn't really know exactly how to pronounce it, but it is a province over there in China, all right? And there's a marathon uh, in China in Jindai uh, that is a marathon that apparently this guy, Uncle Chin, uh, ran. He's 50 years old, by the way. And there are pictures and video of this guy running the 26-mile marathon while chain-smoking cigarettes <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. The video is video of it. I'm not, not making it up. And he, there's witnesses. They finished the, the marathon. And uh, is it uh, Weibo, the Chinese social media app? Uh, and event organizers celebrated him by sharing his finishing certificate with everybody to say he officially finished the marathon in th- uh, 3.28, finished 574th overall when he crossed the finish line out of 1,500 runners. 
Fifteen hundred while he was chain smoking. Wow, how bad would you feel if a dude was just chain smoking and beat you in a marathon? Maybe, maybe those people were doing it for recreation. Wow. Well, yeah, but also, how bad would you feel if you were the guy right behind him and the whole time, like, <laughs> that's yeah, man, that's blowing smoke you, in my face the whole you gotta time. You got to pass him. You got to pass that's him. Second, that secondhand smoke just killing. That's a, by the way, he's done this before, gentlemen. He became a sensation for smoking during races in 2018. Oh, um, my he blasted six during the Gangzu Marathon, where he finished uh, with a time of three thirty-six. And adding to his legend, Chen followed up his jaw-dropping performance in twenty eighteen with another outing in twenty nineteen, finishing the Jimin uh, Marathon in three thirty-two. This guy's in tremendous shape. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in amazing to chain smoke. You just, you just think that dude when he like when he when he dies, his body is just gonna like implode upon itself. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, no, you're doing pretty good. All your organs are melted. I know, because, yeah, marathons are hard on your body anyway. Yeah. That's, that's really tough. You know what's great is he was had to buy those, he buying a carton of cigarettes, and the guy's like, what are you up to today? He's like, running a marathon. It's like, exactly. nah, not really. <laughs> you, no, for real, doing? what are you doing, man? He's like, that dude's so funny. <laughs> he looks like, Uncle Chin. Oh, man, that's that's a wild story. Uncle that, Chin. That, I mean, that's what they call him. That's yeah. what they call him, Uncle Chin. I Apparently, he is. he's known around the world now, famous for change. He should come to America with this. He's got he's to come to America with this. Oh, man. you know he's going we, to. We, and we, people are going to be ready for now it. Now he's going to We need this in America because I would, I would follow this. I want to see it. Because I want to see it with you. I don't know if Americans would accept him just smoking in their face as he's oh. running with them. There will be a lot of uh, confrontation, I should say that. Oh, you're America smoking. <laughs> yeah. We're outside. That's a good point because we already. We're outside. We treat smokers, you know I mean, yeah. like they get, they get kind of banished anyway. Right, uh, they make you make smokers like smoke outside, and they have to huddle up, especially when it's cold outside. Yeah, they gotta go huddle up somewhere off. On, now on there was times when I was smoking that it, you, it, the worst part would be when you're at a party and there's kids around, oh. and you try to get as far away from everybody because you're like, I get it. Yeah, I am nobody the wants me around. I get it. I will go <laughs> to the back the corner of this yard, and then three kids are back. Why is he in the back corner? I'm gonna go run over, and you're like, now nah, I gotta move. Get, get your kids away from me. I'm trying. You already look shady at the back of the backyard. And then I got three kids smoking. going. I'm like trying to blow the smoke in there. And come on now. No, no. I used to be a smoker too, man. I smoked menthols, uh, and yeah, I remember the day. I remember you telling me that. I was oh, like, dude. what? Oh man, I used to. I was a hardcore smoker, man. Uh, menthols, I, and I enjoyed it. I mean, it was a good thing. But now, and you a person too. That be out there running marathons. I was. I was a great. I, I wasn't like Uncle Chin, but I was in great shape for a smoker. And when I would light up, people were like, "You smoking?" I'm like, yeah, uh, no big deal. I, it was I bet a, you won't race me. Yeah. I bet you won't race me. Uh, and that was only because of my wife that I stopped smoking. She basically remember when they raised the prices of cigarettes, Patrick. You smoke. You remember yeah. this, right? They put the taxes on it, and she kept throwing. We started dating. She kept throwing away my damn cigarettes. Like every day, she throw them away. Like in my back, and I was I was dating. I wasn't gonna argue with her. I, you know, I was having regular sex. I wasn't gonna try to argue with her. So she would throw away every day, and basically, I got to the point where I got tired of buying them. Yeah, I say. I mean, was, I got that's what broke me of the habit. Pretty yeah, much. Wow. I got into the point where I was drinking and smoking every weekend, and then I would come back in. I was working in radio, doing spots and stuff. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Hey, man, can you record this spot?" And I'd be doing Disney on Ice. Hey, here comes Disney on Ice. <laughs> my voice just shot. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, I need to give this up. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, on my I, job. No, I will. I, I so yeah, go. I, it, it, and I at the old old place, I should say, it was you had a crew. Because Patrick wasn't smoking. There was a lot of people that were smoking. And we go smoke in between breaks of the show. <laughs> like in between segments. I'm going to hold this. Well, right well, right there's certain companies that work. It's easier because you're on uh, the first floor. 
Yes, when you have to yes. take an elevator ride, it becomes a lot harder. <laughs> I did try to, yeah, I did try to That's rush one back. way of stopping you, right? R- rush back on time. No, 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 but it's definitely for the I'm glad I stopped smoking. Yeah. Uh, if you smoke, I don't judge you, by the way, because I used to be yeah. a smoker oh, By the way, I judge you more if you vape now, because then you're <laughs> pretending you're better than smokers. <laughs> yeah, I don't judge people who smoke. That's right. I, I had my time with it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't vape. No, that's wow. not. No, but you see, you see people now vaping, and you're like, you know that's not good for you either. Yeah, exactly. You just you trade just, it one vice for another one. Yeah, yeah. put on a suit and do it like the 1950s with her. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you, you yeah. got morning sickness, pregnancies, vape it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, I love back in the day, you would see like they, doctors smoking in hospitals, yeah. telling people about their uh, their diagnosis. Yeah. yeah, they're sitting there smoking a cig just right there. The Mad Men days. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I can't believe <laughs> you were going to take your kidney out. Exactly. <laughs> but I got my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would recommend stre- like smoking yeah. for stress like oh, back yeah. in the day. They were like, no, you need yeah, to smoke. Yeah, put sick. cocaine in soda, so. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they had some true. good ideas. We're more enlightened now as a people. All right, uh, Patrick, you about to get out of here, right? Yeah, I got to take off, get right. down, and get uh, set up. Thanks for all your uh, your work today, brother. Appreciate, appreciate and I, you, and brother. I, maybe I'll see you at the game. You we'll won't see, see me. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll I'll see you. See me. Hey, anybody can see me. I'm right there front and <laughs> center. Yeah. I'll, send you, I'll send you a picture of where we're looking <laughs> oh, yeah, at you yeah, from. Yeah. I might do that, <laughs> yeah, actually. That's like cyber stalking style. That's right. All right, we'll come right back. We'll come right back and talk to Zags, actually. Texas Zags on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie, 149 Horn.